everybody, welcome to Drive Through Review 539. Today we're going to take a look at Codenames uh, Picture. Now this is the kind of follow-up, standalone slash expansion to Codenames which came out last year. The highly award-winning Codenames which came out last year. Now the difference obviously, instead of words that one player is trying to give uh, their team clues about, this is going to be a grid of different weird surrealistic kinds of pictures. Uh, other than that, the concept of the game is very much the same and you can even combine this with Codenames. Let's take a look at how how it works and then I'll tell you what I think. Okay, here's everything you get in the box of Codename Pictures and it plays exactly like Codenames except you have pictures. The end. <laughs> but that is pretty much uh, the game. Now the thing to note about this game is what is actually in the pictures. So you can see it's very sort of Dixit-ish if you've played that. So you can see we've got Mona Lisa here but she's ha handling some kind of ferret or something like that. Uh, these cards are double-sided. So it also gives you a little sort of arrow to indicate, you know, what's up or down, because it may not be 100% clear. Here we've got a chair that seems to be holding on to a kind of slingshot. That's a giant slingshot. Uh, here's an interesting one for gamers. It's a, a claw with a D20. On the back here we have a beach chair next to an igloo. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, so this is going to give you more options in terms of the words that you use to give clues. Now, if you've not played Codenames, uh, there's going to be two teams, and you're going to randomly deal a card from this stack, and you're always going to arrange these pictures in this order, and one team's going to be blue, one team's going to be red, and then if I'm on the blue team, I'm trying to get my team to guess all of the pictures that line up like so, kind of matching that and trying not to get them to guess the red ones or these blank ones and definitely not the assassin. If any team guesses the assassin from a clue that is given, that team is automatically eliminated the other team wins. Otherwise, you're trying to just fill up uh, all of your colors first before the other team. And there's different rules. I would call them actually suggestions. Uh, and most of them are common sense about you know what kinds of clues are legal and so on. Uh, you can look at the rule book for that. There's a short section there. Uh, but it does play actually a little bit differently compared to actual code names, which has just different words out here that are arranged in a five by five grid instead of a four by four, four by five grid. But the cool, interesting thing about this game is that you can actually mix these. You can mix words and cards. So that's going to add a lot of replayability. Uh, the game has a ton of replayability anyway, but it's going to add just even more and really kind of stretch the imagination and stretch sort of, you know, the left and right side of the brain kind of idea there. Uh, so that to me actually is what really sets it apart because I've played this with a couple different groups. I've played the original game with a lot of different groups and I'll go into more of this in the review, but I've had different success levels uh, with both games, uh, now that I play this one a lot more and this one a few times now, uh, with different types of people, and I think there's kind of just different, you know, people have different kind of tastes and tendencies. Uh, so, but that's pretty much the basics of Codenames Pictures. Okay, so that is a super brief overview of Codenames Pictures. Uh, what do I think of it? Well, I think this takes Codenames to the next level for me personally. I really enjoyed the original game. I liked this. Probably if I had to look at them sort of on their own, I kind of like this better just because it's really weird. And it really reminds me of Dixit, which a game that I really liked. Uh, we've gotten rid of it, you know, a few years ago, but family kind of burned out on it, so I just got rid of it. But I'm really a big fan of Dixit because it makes you kind of make these extra connections. And Mysterium kind of does the same kind of thing, and even Deception Murder in Hong Kong, where you have these just 
you know, somewhat abstract-ish kind of images or images that aren't necessarily grounded in any kind of concrete plot or story necessarily, but you kind of try to weave that together, in this case, through uh, giving clues and kind of matching two pictures that are really weird by themselves and really don't have anything to do with each other, but you try to sort of try to pull those connections out of thin air. Uh, and I really like that uh, about this and, and about kind of, you know, kind of marrying image to word kind of thing or, you know, image to language and all that kind of thing. So for me, I like this better than Codenames. Now I've played it with people that don't like this better than Codenames. They like the original. They like the words. It's a little bit more tangible. You know, they're able to, uh, as the uh, clue giver, you know, give clues that are a little bit more, make a little more sense, and they're able to get to those connections quickly so there's not as much uh, AP. Now, speaking about mixing them, which is amazing, I think, that really starts to, uh, you know, to marry the two concepts. Now, I've played with people that also don't like to mix it. They would rather just play with one or the other because there's a lot going on. But I think if you're like a, a Codenames a fanatic, this is like an instant buy, even by itself, but the fact that you can mix them, it's just gonna add a whole ton of variety. And you can just move back and forth. You can go back to words, you can go back to pictures, you can go to mixing them. And it really is gonna kind of change up kind of the nature of the game. And, and, and just gonna add a ton of variety. I mean, I think the original had 400 words. Is it 400 words or 400 cards? I don't know that it matters. Let's see. 200 cards with 400 words, and I'm not going to count these, but these are a giant stack of pictures, and again, these are double-sided, so you're going to have all kinds of combinations that you can deal with here. So I highly recommend this, and I think it's going to work uh, with different folks. Now, most people I played uh, Codenames with, the original, enjoyed it, and I think at the time I did my review last year, uh, you know, 100% of people that I had played it with really liked it, and I played it a lot since then, and it hasn't actually worked with everybody, and I was like, oh my gosh, there's somebody in the world that doesn't enjoy code names. <laughs> so, you know, and they're for perfectly valid for not liking it, because the reasons they have for liking it, which I don't really care about, but I don't remember, made sense, because I was like, yeah, I can see why you wouldn't like this game because of that. Uh, so, that's fine. So I think though, if you were one of those people, those rare gems on this earth, that did not like the original Codenames, you might like Codenames Pictures, or you might like them mixed. So for some random reason you're watching this video and you have interest in Codenames Pictures, I would give it a shot. I also think an interesting side effect, which I haven't tried, but I'm going to try once I'm in Target, is to go and get the, what is it called? Codenames After Dark or Undercover, is that right? And it has kind of like your naughty Cards Against Humanity words in it, which by itself with just those kind of words might be kind of an overwhelming barrage, I think for my particular palette of humor. <laughs> uh, so like insanity, you know, to the 12 year old level, uh, you know, over and over and over again, I haven't played After Dark or whatever, so maybe it's not as crazy as Cards Against Humanity, but you know, that probably doesn't interest me to even try it. Just that fear of that, not fear, but you know, just that concern of that. Uh, but mixing those words with the kind of normal words, the everyday words in the pictures, that might actually be super hilarious to me <laughs> because you might have a whole bunch of normal words and weird pictures and then it might have the word penis and you're like, okay, how do I relate that to all this other random stuff? And see, I'm already smiling. So that kind of stuff or some other weird thing I probably shouldn't say on YouTube, you know, uh, that could be really, really interesting. So I actually have a mind to go and pick that up now 
and then mash all this together in just one, you know, giant uh, cluster of a codenames game. Uh, so that actually sounds very, very intriguing. And I, and I like that that's possibly available. I, I feel almost certain that that will be funny and fun to just have like, oh, random slang word and this other mess, you know? So I, I think that could be interesting as well. I normally probably wouldn't go pick up you know, codenames is to play hee-hee, dirty language, you know, 12-year-old 12, 12 language for half an hour or whatever. So, but, you know, a little splash to that once in a while kind of makes things funny. All right. So I would uh, definitely recommend picking up uh, all the codenames. Thanks.